Welcome listeners to week 12 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson and where we are all thinking that the rain will come for three specific cars in the season one 2024 build I thought we'd take an in-depth look in uh, how the rain will affect people so the question is do you embrace it or do you resist it? Which side of the fence are you sitting on? So iRacing has been talking about rain since sometime in 2022. Um, what kind of challenges and experiences are us the sim racers going to face when the rain finally lands on the track, on the car, on your helmet, on your windscreen, uh, on your side windows where you can look, on your mirrors, etc., etc. Um, we're going to touch base on a few subjects, and this is just a general first. What do we have first? We have reduced traction. So rain significantly reduces the level of grip on the track. Yeah, we all know about that, just like on, on normal road driving in your everyday car. What will we have to do? Drivers will have to adjust their driving style to account for the decreased traction, which can lead to increased difficulty in maintaining control of that particular vehicle. The next problem to tackle and challenge, aquaplaning. Aquaplaning occurs when a layer of water builds up between the tyres and the track surface, causing the tyres to lose contact with the road. This can result in a lack of control and potentially lead to incidents and accidents on the track. What about the effect of visibility? Rain can reduce visibility, making it challenging for drivers to see the race in line other competitors and trackside markers such as your braking uh, markers or meters to the corner or even the pit entry. Proper use of windshield wipers and understanding how to deal with spray from other, other vehicles becomes really crucial. What about braking folks? Braking in the wet, we all learn that through our uh, driving tests in the real world. Uh, wet conditions require adjustments to braking techniques, braking distances increase and sudden or aggressive braking can lead again to skidding and loss of control. Drivers will need to be more cautious with their braking inputs. Track conditions and the dy dynamic track conditions. Rainfall can lead to evolving track conditions, puddles are going to form in certain areas. iRacing have been telling us that right from the very start. And the racing line can change as the race progresses. So what was your dry fastest line? Now it might become your wettest line with puddles. So you're going to have to adapt to these dynamic conditions. Um, and it is a key skill we're all going to have to learn in wet racing. What about the open setups, folks? We all uh, at times racing open and we get our setups from here, there and everywhere. Racers may need to make adjustments to their car setups to optimise performance in wet conditions. This includes tyre choices, suspension settings, 
and other parameters to ensure the vehicle handles at its optimum in the rain. What about your racing strategy, folks? Wet races often lead to strategic considerations, such as tyre choice and pit stop timing. Choosing the right tyres for the current conditions and knowing when to pit for fresh rubber can significantly impact a driver's performance. So we're all going to have to be thinking completely different, which then triggers an increased mental focus. Racing in the rain demands heightened concentration and mental focus. Drivers must anticipate changes in the track surface, react quickly to unexpected situations and maintain a high level of awareness through the race. The introduction of a rain system in our racing is going to bring a brand new level of realism to the simulator, requiring, requiring drivers to master a different set of skills compared to dry conditions. It would also uh, it is going to also add an extra layer of strategy and unpredictability to races, enhancing the overall simulation experience. Keep in mind that specific details still may vary from what iRacing has announced so far. Um, so that gives us a brief overview, folks. In the next section, we're going to think about how the rain will affect our VR um, drivers against our drivers who use triple monitors. So whether you're a virtual reality iRacer or you're a monitor, whether it's single, triple, double, curved, quads, whatever you have, the rain is clearly going to affect you, the driver, uh, in different ways, depending on what hardware you, you actually physically use. So in this section, we, um, we talk about the, the rain system in virtual racing and how that can have significant effects on the experience of the, the, the driver, base, basically is. Especially when comparing racing in VR or virtual reality, versus using triple monitors in this example. And here are some considerations for both setups. For virtual reality, and it's in, it's in an immersive experience. VR provides a highly immersive experience by placing the player directly in the virtual cockpit of the car. The sensation of raindrops on the windshield changes in visibility an overall atmosphere of a wet race can be more intense and realistic in VR. How will it affect spatial awareness? VR enhances spatial awareness, allowing drivers to better judge distances and positions of the other cars, track features and puddles. This can be crucial in wet conditions where precise positioning is essential. Increased sensory input. The sense of depth perception and the ability to look around more naturally in VR can provide additional cues for drivers to navigate through the challenges of wet weather racing. Potential motion sickness, and I've admitted and I'm quite happy to tell you that I cannot race in VR. 
I do get motion sickness very, very quickly. Uh, it took me two laps to feel sick. So this little bit basically says some individuals may experience motion sickness in VR, especially when the virtual environment includes fast and dynamic movements. Racing in wet conditions with VR could potentially exacerbate this issue for some users. So basically that is saying that if you currently don't um, get motion sickness when you're using your VR headset, the rain might trigger some people to start to feel motion sickness, folks, uh, because of the change in complete dynamics of how the, the raindrops are going to be seen through the virtual reality headset and how your brain copes with that. For triple monitors, so we have a while, while a wider field of view. Triple monitor setups offer a wider field of view compared to a single screen, allowing drivers to see more of the track and surroundings. This can be advantageous for anticipating changes in track conditions and the behavior of other cars. Peripheral awareness, where while not as immersive as VR, triple monitors provide a better peripheral view, helping drivers to be aware of their surroundings. This can be valuable in rainy conditions where spotting obstacles or changes in the track is critical. Resolution and clarity. Triple monitors can provide a higher resolution and clarity compared to some VR headsets. This can be beneficial for clearly seeing details in the environment, such as raindrops, reflections, and the new racing line. Less risk of motion sickness. Motion sickness is generally less of a concern with triple monitors, uh, monitor setups compared to VR. Players who may experience discomfort in VR can race comfortably with a wider field of view from the potential side effects. In summary, the choice between VR and triple monitors for virtual racing in rain conditions depends on individual preferences and, priori and priorities. VR offers a more immersive and sensory-rich experience, while triple monitors provide a wild, wider field of view with potentially less risk of motion sickness. Ultimately, both setups will contribute to an enhanced and realistic simulation experience and the preference one over the other often comes down to personal comfort and immersion preferences. So that's just really a quick look on how rain will affect our VR colleagues who use VR and everybody else who uses some kind of monitors, whether it's single curved, large curved, or triples or quads, etc. Um the next section, we're going to look a bit more about the challenges that iRacing uh, may have had while developing the RAIN system. Dre is the Audible iRacer's companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. Creating a real, realistic rain system in a sim racing platform like iRacing in, involves addressing several challenges to ensure the best authentic and immersive experience to us, the users. We're going to talk now about some key challenges and considerations that iRacing may have um, come across 
while developing this realistic range system they're just about to launch. We're going to start with tyre dynamics. Accurately simulating the behaviour of wet tyres is crucial. Wet tyres have different grip characteristics compared to dry tyres, and the simulation must model factors such as aquaplaning, reduced traction and changes in braking performance. That leads on to the risk of hydroplaning and then how that would affect um, the simulator. So simulating hydroplaning where a layer of water separates the tyre from the road is important for realism. The system should take into account factors like tyre tread depth, vehicle speed and water depth on the track surface. So all those have got to come together to uh, allow that, the hydroplaning to occur. Dynamic track surface. Rain affects the track surface dynamically, puddles form and the racing line may change over the course of a race. The simulation needs to model these changes realistically, impacting the handling and performance of the cars. And we've seen that a few times from the videos that Greg uh, has released, especially I think it was the FF1600 or the Skippy where they were aquaplaning uh, in, the, in the example for the rain coming in and drying of the track. Vehicle dynamics. The behaviour of the cars in wet conditions should be accurately modelled. This includes factors like increased body roll, altered weight distribution and changes in aerodynamics. The simulation needs to consider how these elements impact overall handling of the vehicle. Now they've already said and we feel it in our normal everyday cars, when you're going through a puddle, you get a sense of resistance and naturally your speed is uh, immediately affected and you also potentially feel like you're you are not in control of that particular vehicle. So how they've simulated that will be very, very good to see how realistic that feels. Visual and audio, audio effects. So realistic rain visuals on the windshield, reflections on the road and water spray from other cars contribute to the immersive experience. Additionally, accurate audio effects such as the sound of rain hitting the car and changes in tyre noise enhance the simulation. Um, we may get also more or less brake squeal, folks, as uh, the rain is cooling the, the brakes and the brakes may be very, very hot. So you might even see some steam coming off the brakes, which will be interesting to see. Physics of raindrops. Simulating the physics of raindrops hitting the car and windshield is important for visual and auditory realism. This includes considering factors like the size and speed of the raindrops. Also, you've got there the car's speed as it comes into contact with that specific raindrop as well. AI adaptation. As we know, we've got AI opponents now in iRacing, so their behaviour should also be adapted to the changing weather conditions. AI drivers should also experience the challenges of racing in the rain, adjusting their driving style and strategies accordingly. So hopefully iRacing's thought about if you are simulating or racing in with the AI um, on iRacing, that they are also uh, driving to the same dynamics as, as the, the real drivers. User interface and feedback. Providing drivers with clear feedback on the track conditions, tyre grip and other relevant information is crucial. 
The user interface should reflect the impact of the rain on the race and allow drivers to make informed decisions. Now, iRacing will hopefully clearly do that with their spotter pack, but we've also got other third-party uh, apps such as um, Dre, such as Race Labs Overlays, such as Crew Chief, and many, many more uh, that hopefully will come on board very, very soon to also support the introduction of rain. Uh, to give us more of that um, information that we all need as the, as the drivers to make those correct or better decisions, folks. Optimization for performance. Implementing a realistic rain system without compromising performance is a technical challenge. The simulator needs to run smoothly for a wide range of hardware configurations. Um... We've all got new computers, older computers, and everything in between. We've already touched space on virtual reality versus monitors. Um, how will everybody's graphic cards cope with the rain when iRacing launches it, hopefully in just over a week's time? Um, there may be people who are struggling to get a real good... Um, experience with a shall we say an older graphics card against people who've got a newer graphics card so there might be some challenges um, people rushing out to, to get their pcs upgraded um as it launches who knows folks but uh, i'm sure we'll uh, we'll find out very quickly by addressing the challenges that we've just been through iRacing uh maybe aiming to create a rain system that not only looks and sounds realistic but also significantly affects the driving dynamics adding a new layer of complexity and strategy to virtual racing continuous feedback from the sim racing community that's us helps the uh, the iris in developers refine and improve these systems over time so i think what i'm saying there is i'm sure there'll be little improvements and caveats that we want to improve even going forward maybe into season uh season two season three of 2024 but we've got to let them carry on developing giving them real feedback and making the improvements that we know they will so that was a look back at some of the challenges that iRacing may have uh, uh, considered during the development of the rain system Our last little section uh, on the podcast, uh, we are going to look at a sim racing scenario with heavy rain on the track and on an even drying rate. And the, more importantly, the challenge to tyres and the strategy for tyre changes that become more critical aspects of the race. So here are some challenges and considerations that as the drivers need to consider when the rain appears. Wet tyre wear. Racing on wet tyres on a wet track can cause wear and degradation. The constant interaction with a wet surface, particularly if there are puddles or standing water, can affect tyre performance over time. Therefore, we have to manage wet tyre. Um, wet tyres, you know, we're all going to have to learn this 
but it is an essential aspect that we are going to have to learn. Overheating on drying areas, folks. So we see this a little bit on uh, Grand Prix, uh, where they're dipping into areas if they're still on cold or intermediate tyres um, to try and cool them down. Um, in some parts of the track, if sorry, if some parts of the track are driving faster than others, and that's what Greg has alluded to, drivers risk overheating wet tyres on the drier sections. Aggressive driving on partially dry surfaces can lead to increased tyre temperatures, affecting grip and performance. So that's going to be a brilliant brand new dynamic that we've all got to think about. Subdominal performance on a drying track. Wet tyres are designed for full wet conditions. As the track begins to dry, the wet tyres become subdominal and drivers experience reduced grip. This prompts the need for strategic decisions regarding when to switch to the intermediate or dry tyres. Now, when I interviewed the, the designer and owner of Dre Eggle, he did say that um, Dre would be uh, updated and really give us that insight to say, actually, the rain isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to last much, much longer, more than a couple of minutes there on the track and don't change your tyres. So... I'm hoping some of these third-party apps will bring us some support on this as well. Intermediate tyre transition. Choosing the right moment to switch to intermediate tyres is crucial. Intermediate tyres offer better performance on a drying track with less water. Drivers need to assess the conditions and make timely pit stops to gain that advantage. And again, I've just mentioned Dre and clearly these other um, apps that are going to be out there. Hopefully they will provide us when to do that specific exact coming now, pit, 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 box, 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 that we need to get an advantage over our competitors, folks. And that's what it's about. Optimal timing for dry tyres. Deciding when to switch to dry tyres is a strategic challenge. Putting on dry tyres too early on a damp track can lead to reduced grip and a slower lap times. Waiting too long, on the other hand, can result in losing positions to competitors who make the switch earlier. So we're going to have to learn, folks, and there's going to be a few uh, bits of luck, a few guesses, but we're all going to have to experience this. Variable track conditions. The track conditions can vary significantly from one part of the circuit to another. Drivers need to be aware of these variations and adjust their driving style and tyre strategies accordingly taking into account the real-time state of the track. Pit stop timing. Pit stop timing becomes critical in changing weather conditions. Teams must analyse the weather forecast, track conditions and the performance of competitors to make informed decisions about when to bring drivers in for tyre changes. And in the more longer races and the endurance races and the special events that iRacing bring, this is again going to be a new aspect that the teams or you as individuals are going to have to get a grip with. Um, and we're all going to have issues with picking the wrong tyres at the wrong time, but we're all going to learn, aren't we? Strategic gambles. In unpredictable weather conditions, teams and drivers may take strategic gambles. This could involve staying out on wet tyres longer than competitors, 
making an early switch to intermediates or opting for an aggressive dry tire strategy based on a gamble that the track will dry quickly. And as I've said, hopefully the apps and iRacing spotters will help us make these decisions. Communication and coordination. Effective communication between drivers and their teams is crucial. Teams need to provide timely information on track conditions, weather updates and tyre strategies. Drivers must also communicate their feedback on tyre performance. So that covers the challenges that we're going to see managing different tyres. Sim racing platform, our sim racing platform, iRacing, clearly aim to uh, replicate these challenges, providing a realistic experience where tyre management and strategic uh, decision making are going to play a new pivotal role in achieving success in races that are affected by this new ready to go weather challenging weather condition simulator that we're all eager to see and experience. So that's the end of the little bit on the podcast about the rain and how it's we're all going to have to think a little bit different. So are you still sitting on the fence of I'm not sure if I'm going to like rain and embrace it or uh, rain isn't for me and I'm going to race in the dry races or move on to another uh, simulator. Uh, for me personally, I'm looking forward to it. I've done a few races in a set of course or in full rain which was a challenge, but I like challenges. Um, So that's it for another week. Uh, The next podcast will be uh, uh, nearly at the end of week 13. iRacing at the moment is very, very quiet. Usually by now, if there is any secret things coming out, they're starting to release them. We're just a week away, a few days away really, till week 13. And nothing is coming out, which tells me that the rain for the specific three cars is likely to happen. And maybe we're getting another odd car as well. Um, So there might be more than three. Who knows? So enjoy your last week of the season of 2023. And I'll see you again on the track in our new season, hopefully with rain and season season one, 2024. Look after yourselves. Happy eye racing.